there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth, issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I can honestly say that Helen is one of my best friends. Helen has been like a therapist. She knows everything about me, but it wasn't always like that. I think it just became a thing where it was a lot more convenient for just the music industry in general, for all of the women to be like on their toes. I know what it's like to not have major label support. You know, sometimes seeing it from your colleagues feels so uplifting and it just also makes you feel like we're in this together. Hey, what up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Cheekies and Chill. I'm your lovely host, Cheekies, and today we have one of my coolest friends on the pod. We're going to be talking about friendship, which actually didn't start out as a friendship, just FYI. So stay tuned for that. And we're also going to talk a little bit about our music careers and the industry. So let's get right into it. This is Cheekies and Chill. Chill. 
Okay, so as promised, I have one of my beautiful best friends here with me today. Her name is Helen Ochoa, or Helen Ochoa Santos. She's a regional Mexican singer, songwriter, and we actually collaborated on a song a couple years ago called Las Estrampadas. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it now. What up, amiga? What's up, friend? <laughs> I'm Aww, so happy friend. to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I think this podcast is freaking awesome. I love oh, listening to you. you. I love... I love the conversations. This is exactly what we need to just let out, you know, what we have in our heart, what we have in our mind. We never know who we might impact in a positive way. So kudos, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you for being here. And you guys, uh, we've been friends for what, three years now, right, friend? Just about. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we should start there. Yes. So I can honestly say that Helen is one of my best friends. I have very few friends, you guys. So for me, it's like Helen has been like a therapist. She knows everything about me. She's given me great advice. But it wasn't always like that, like I said. So I think we should we should talk about that, friend. Was it the media that started Bello Between Us? or I think the very first time we had this conversation, it, it flowed perfectly. I think because we were just honest at heart. I don't think we mm-hmm. ever necessarily had a personal problem with each other. I think right. at some point... We thought it was personal because I know, like, we both kind of had mutual feelings. Like, okay, like, I- I'm nice to her, but I don't feel like it's it's clicking. Like, so yeah. I guess I'm just going to stay on my side. And then you kind of stayed on your side. Like, we, we kind uh-huh. of were, like, almost like unspoken enemies, it felt like. And then I didn't see you, I guess, like, as a person that, like, I know mames la odio or, you know, I never, I never hated you. I never like nothing of that sort. I think it just became a thing of, you know, we were, we were on separate labels, but those labels, you know, technically had their, their beef. Yes. Their own beef. Uh And I think it kind of just arbitrarily into it. Yeah. It became our beef too, Mm -hmm. you know? And I remember when we spoke about how like you were one color, I was another color, you know? And Uh it was like, we kind of just stuck to our colors, stuck to our, our our people, stuck to that bridge. And we never we yeah. never crossed each other's. And it was so crazy because I remember the very first time that we actually spoke to each other. It was it was during like ensayos of Primus de la Radio. Yes. And you were just absolutely sweet to me. I had performed during that premios. But I remember you hosted. And then after, I was maybe like a, a couple months after. Uh, uh-huh. we, we'd gone to a mutual friend's wedding and I saw you that you were so sweet. You came and said, hi, you were been like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I loved your outfit. It was super cool. And you sounded amazing. Felicidades. I was like, oh my God, thank you. Like it was, it was just yeah. so sweet. And I thought like, she's actually really nice. And I always thought like, mm-hmm. Ay, que bonita. I, I remember I even told you cause I had seen you at the, it was the inauguration for, uh, your mama's. The reality show that she did. Yeah. And I remember I was like, oh my God, oh my preciosa God, yeah. es esta mujer en persona. No manches, like she's so Aww, pretty. I like, thank you, friend. Te lo juro. <laughs> I, I swear, you know, and I think it just at some point we got into this mode that we didn't really ask for, but mm-hmm, we, we kind of mm-hmm. had to like not necessarily defend our people, but it was more like just, okay, well, I'm going to have to have a guard up because I'm on this side and she's on this side. And it was like yeah. that for a very long time. For a long time. It was so uncomfortable because I'm not one to have issues with anybody. No me gustan los problemas, la neta. And now that I know you, you're the same way. You yeah. get along with everyone. Everyone loves you. You know, you and your husband, JP, shout out to Japes, you know. 
But I think what it was, it was like you said, you were blue. I was red. You know, it's like something we hadn't we chose, but we didn't. So it was kind of like they have beef. So it's our beef. Yeah. And then not only that, it was they kept, I think, putting things I think more in your head uh-huh. about me that I didn't like you, that uh-huh. I was trying to stop your career, that yeah. I supposedly had this power of like not having certain networks interview you yeah. because if they interviewed you, then I was going to be upset and I was going to give them an interview, which is absolutely fucking false. You guys, I would never do that. I've heard things of like, oh, Cheeky's pays radio stations so that they don't play my music. <laughs> they used to say the same thing about your mom. It, it's crazy. Yeah. Why would I spend my money on that? Like to stop someone's career? Absolutely not. Exactly. And I think it just became a thing where it was a lot more convenient for just the music industry in general, you know, for all of the women to be like on their toes. And I think mm-hmm. the point where your your mom passed, you know, a lot of people came about with, you know, oh my God, you know, yeah. una proxima. you know, there's going to be exactly. this next one. And it's like, I think I understood fully, even when she was here, you know, present, there's no filling someone's shoes. You know, it's, it's creating your own path with your own damn shoes. And I think at some point, you know, when time passed, we went our own paths, even beyond, you know, the, the people we were working with at the time. And I think both of us kind of, once we were in a good place, you know, maturity falls into place. Obviously, you see things a little bit different. No te rodea a veces la misma gente. And then you're just kind of like, okay, maybe I was wrong about her. You know, maybe maybe things aren't like this. And I remember, I think it was in 2000, it was in 2017. I sent you flowers for your birthday. And it's crazy. We have a mutual friend uh, from Miami. And I, I had spoken to her a little bit about it. And she actually had told me, like, Chiquis is the sweetest person on the planet. Like... I've never heard her say anything about, about anybody. And and it's crazy how much you girls are so much alike. I think at some point when I sent you flowers, I was like, okay, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. She can be like, what is this? What's the purpose of this? You didn't have her guard yeah. up with me or or just simply say, oh, that was really sweet. Like I posted them. I was so surprised. Exactly. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I had this intuition. I'm super intuitive. And it's so crazy because so are you. It's freaking nuts. But I, I thought like, okay, if my intuition is correct, it's going to make her smile. But, you know, kind of time passed. I think like two years passed there because it was, I think, around yeah, 2019 until mm-hmm. um, I forgot what it is you posted. Uh, JP and I started laughing and he's like, why don't you message her? See if she wants to grab some dinner. I was like, I, I can't do that. Yeah. And he's like, why? <laughs> like, I, I can't just do that. Like, no, like, I'm not going to just, he's like, why not? You know, just, just do it. You never know. I was like, okay, <laughs> here it goes. <laughs> so here I am yeah. like, hey. <laughs> and then I kind of just left it alone. I'm like, okay, you know, hey, if you want to get together sometime, you know, let me know. And I think after yeah. like, it was like a couple hours, you're like, hey, yeah, let's do it. All right. I think no le pusimos fecha. We didn't actually meet. I think it was till like a couple weeks. It might have even been almost like a month later. Like a month, yeah. I think it was. Mm-hmm. But it's so crazy. I'm the kind of person, I always know when I meet someone, the place they're going to have in my life. I, I always know by the way they say hello. It's so crazy, but I always... That's crazy. I always know by the first hello, the eye contact, the, the mm-hmm. facial expression, the aura, the overall vibe of that person. I can tell immediately. And I remember I walked into the restaurant. I was like, okay, here it goes. 
I, I did a prayer in the car with JP. <laughs> literally. I freaking love like, you. <laughs> I swear, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if I'm going to walk in there and everything's going to flow or if like it's going to become, yeah. a, you know, a pelea. I, I honestly did not know what was going to happen. And I remember I walked in, I looked for you and you're like, Helen, I'm over here. You were waving and super yeah. cheesy. I swear, <laughs> I relaxed. I swear I relaxed and I was like, okay, this is you, God. It's fine. Mm -hmm. It's going to be fine. And I remember I actually had to take a trip back home. I was like, okay, I have maybe like an hour and a half, two hours, and then we have to get going. And you had a meeting right after. It was like a, like a, kind of like a late lunch that we took. We ended up being there for like five hours talking. And I remember the talking about everything Everything. the time (laughs) went by so fast that i didn't even realize holy mother we've been here for five fucking hours it was a great conversation there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. Stay Farm is also a big supporter of My Cultura Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, Stay Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. 
You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Going back to the whole thing in, you know, people or women, should I say, in the industry, you guys, it's unfortunate. I think that Helen and I, um, for me, it, it, I'm all about women empowerment, as you guys know, on my social media and everything. But I'm not just, I don't just talk about it. Like, I, I do it, you know, with La Destrampadas. You guys, that was the first time in regional Mexican music, and it still hasn't been done again, where three women collab on one song. That's done in Urbano. We see the Becky G's, Carol G's, Anita's of that world collaborating, but it doesn't happen in, in our music, in regional Mexican music. Why? Because I mucho celo, you know, and that's the problem where I was like, no, we have to. And I've tried to get along with all, all mm -hmm. the women in the claro. industry. I really have. That song, Las Estrampadas, you guys, was supposed to be with two other girls, uh, Victoria La Mala, and then another one that I'm just not going to mention because it's not worth it. But Victoria, it kind of happened the same thing. People started beef, whatever. Her and I talked. We hashed it out. We're cool as fuck. I love Victoria La Mala. And no se hizo la canción, pero se hizo with Helen and Ellie because I felt that's how, you know, God's timing yeah, is perfect. Yeah, absolutely. But there's just this jealousy amongst women in our industry that it's there's only one spot for a woman. That's it. And it's like, why should it be that way? There is so much talent. That I'm like, the way I'm going to show that is by using my social media, posting other women's mm -hmm. music, because I have my own thing. They have theirs. Cada quien brilla con su propia luz. And I think that that's what sets us apart because exactly. Helen is the same way. You know, I see you posting. I see you get along with so many. I think there's just one that you don't get along with. But that's not your fault. That's her shit, you yeah. know. But Helen's the same way. Like, Helen no es celosa. Helen is celebrates. And that's what we need more of, you know, celebrating women and lifting each other as, you know, cliche as it sounds united, you know, we stand stronger, but it's true, you know, and this is what we have to do and support women. I hate seeing where women are tearing each other down, especially on social media. And it's just, I'm not cool with that. I'm not down with that. So Helen, talk to us a little bit about that because you do show on your social media that you're not just about women empowerment like you really do uplift other women in this industry and well, i love that you about you it. thank you so much and yeah. you know it's i think it's it's tough because i i know what it's like i know what it's like to be alone in the industry and not have 
you know, a major label support. You know, right now it's literally just uh, JP and I. We hired a friend of mine, you know, to help us out when I do events or, you know, when I do other things. Uh, I'm also an entrepreneur. I have a, I have a little small business. Yeah. I have a small life of bling, guys. The life of bling, <laughs> you know, and, and um, we, we kind of took baby steps in this entire thing. But I know what it's like to not have that support. You know, sometimes seeing it from your colleagues feels just like, so uplifting, motivating, and and it just also kind of makes you feel like we're in this together. We have the same struggles. We have the same battles. We know, you know, that unfortunately spots for women in the industry are very scarce, you know, so just we have no control over that. Even if we put out good songs, even if we do a badass video and, you know, we're, we're doing promo tours and things like that, sometimes empresarios still will have a cartelera with like, you know, 10 men that are going to show face at this show. And there's one woman on the roster at most two. Two is already a big thing. Three, absolutely unheard of. OK, so but why do you think that is, though? I think there's a misconception about us that absolutely is old school. <laughs> and yet a lot of a lot of people still have it. You know, I think they think that we're doing music almost like part-time, like we're doing music, but as a hobby, you know, exactly. We're doing it as a hobby. You know, we're, we're not willing to work. We're not willing to travel. We're, we're, you know, too expensive. To, exactly. Uh, we're married to somebody that's too jealous and is not going to, uh. you know, travel and do the most. Maybe it was that way in a lot of cases, not all of them, you know, but in a lot of cases back in the day, you know, back in the nineties and things like that. But we're talking about a time where, you know, now like people are blowing up on, on, Social media, you know, women. Yaritza. Yaritza went viral on TikTok. I've spoken a lot about this little girl because I absolutely love her story. I have not seen that little girl once complain. I've never seen that little girl. Absolutely. And she's dope as hell. It's a a competition, must be in, I feel, with the men. They're honestly Mm -hmm. our biggest competition. They're the ones Mm -hmm. in the popularity list for radios. They're the ones that, you know, have, you know, a lot more playlists sometimes. And I'm not saying that that's the case all the time, but, you know, sometimes I, I see it a lot more on that side uh-huh. than this side, you know. Estoy viendo más plataformas abrir playlists de puras mujeres, or, you know, they're putting yeah. a lot more women in the cover arts. Exactly. And like it's, it's happening. It's slowly but surely happening. I think it's just patience. And otra cosa that I personally feel is que hay muchas mujeres which I think is great, that have high and important positions that I don't know why I feel like we don't get as much support from them. It's crazy. I'm like, you're a woman. You know what it is to be a woman and how difficult it must have been for you in the corporate world to get to that position. O sea, no echaron la mano. I mean, if you don't like our music, cool. But it's just kind of like, I know a few and I'm obviously not going to name them. But it's just like, en vez de ayudarnos como que nos... They make it a little bit more difficult. La neta. The power is in their hands, you know, to, to make you a priority on a playlist, you know, to even put you on the playlist to begin with. This is definitely a conversation that that should be had, you know, by by everybody in the industry. Because at the end of the day, I think something that your mom did marvelously was just, okay, you're not going to give me a path. I'm going to show you. Oh, I'm going to create I'm gonna my, make path. my own. I'm going to make mm-hmm. my path. And then I'm going to yeah. make sure... You hear what I have to say. And I think that's something that I always admired about her. And I feel like I almost think, do, do we 
do we have to have like más huevotes que ellos? Like, is that how it has to be? Like, what, what's the deal here? Like, do we have to mm -hmm. be, do we have to be bitches? Come on. Like, you know what? I, I, That's what my mom would always say. She's like, I wasn't always a bitch. The industry made me a bitch because I had to defend myself. I remember we had that, we had had that conversation and it's something that I feel like, you know, damn, I, I, I still can't pinpoint it, you know, exactly. But I can definitely say that, you know, the, the public has, you know, the power to, you know, to help us in that, in that, mm -hmm. I guess, aspect of, okay, you know, I don't see this song on this playlist. Hey, I want Helen's song in here. Hey, you guys should put Chiki's song in here, especially if we're, we're consistent. We keep putting out music and it's a lot mm -hmm. of money. It's, it's, this takes it's expensive. so much money. It's insanity, you know, and yeah. so much effort, so much of, of your time, like, you know, you you mm -hmm. put some creativity behind something. And and I can honestly say sometimes it can it can actually be discouraging, you know, when. Oh, for when, sure. Yeah. You put something out and then you're like, damn, you know, I, I didn't make any playlists or, or I made only one or, or damn, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not getting enough uh, views. You know, let me let me try to push this a little bit more. But I think it is part of the también la gente, you know, la gente también en ese aspecto. You know, and if, sí. you, if you have this, like, passion for, for a female artist, help her out, you know, put it out there. The same thing that we do, you know, ayúdale con una historia, un link, mm -hmm. things like that. And, and it's, it's, you know, es un granito de arena que, que, que marca una gran diferencia. diferencia. Yeah, enorme en lo que pasa. And I think one of the things that I also believe, and I, I've talked about this recently, is that I actually just did promo with a friend who I also collaborated with. I specified how... You know, women in the industry, too, we, we have an obligation to have consistency. I do see some women that come out, they'll have a really good song, but they won't put a, a song out sometimes until another like six, seven months or even a year. Yeah, Things like that also kind of push back a little bit of what we're trying to like take steps forward with because of the consistency, you know, and I know it's expensive. Right. I get it. It's a lot of work. It's it's. It's tough to kind of keep up because now music is being consumed so fast that I just, yeah. we, I think we talked about this, right? Like how yeah. a song used to last, a, a single used to last three, three months. months, six months. Now, uh -huh, within sometimes. a month, it's like, okay, what else you got? What, what else? ¿Qué más? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, dude, hold on, slow down. Yeah. I spent mm -hmm. a lot of money on that freaking song, the mixing, the mastering, the cover art, you know, the photos. Right. Todo, en todo se gastan. Cuando menos piensas, you know, holy moly. Where to go? You should be proud of yourself, though, Helen. To my listeners who haven't heard my friend's music, please go listen to it on all the digital platforms. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks 
for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tuda shows wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. How old were you when you started singing, friend? I was literally, I think... When I started singing, I, I think more like, like formally, I, I, I guess. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah, empezó como a moldearse un poquito mi voz. I was about eight years old. The very first time that I like wow. the courage to like grab a mic. I remember it was at my sister's quinceañera. And, you know, we're Mexican. And during that time, my parents' budget was very small. So they're like, okay, we, we want to get married. But it's also Francisca, my sister, uh, her quinceañera. And Helen needs to do her first communion. We had the biggest, fattest party <laughs> with my parents married love it 
my sister's quinceañera and my first communion. I at the moment oh. I was I was little. I thought it was a great idea. Now that I'm older, I'm like, you guys are mean. She should have had her own moment, <laughs> you know. And and Latin, you guys Latino had stuff. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, okay, well, you know, I guess it was done that way because my parents, you know, they had to save money. It was yeah. the only way to do it back in the day. But mm-hmm. basically, they had a banda there. Um, I asked my dad if I could sing with the banda. He said no. He's like, go play with your cousins. Forget about it. But I was like eager. I was determined. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to give up. So I went straight to the banda. And I grabbed the mic and I tell the director, I'm like, I want to sing. And he looked at me the same way, like, oh, you're cute. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm serious, fucker. I want to sing. I'm the fucker. You know what I mean? Like, I want to sing. And he's like, uh-huh. okay, yeah. So I sang my very first song at that family party. Wow. I think it, was, it was the first time my dad was like, okay, like, all right. There's something here. Yeah. So you guys, oh, the number one thing, she was persistent. Okay, very important as we listen to her story. Persistence. Okay, go on, friend. <laughs> so basically, he he bought me a karaoke machine. He bought me uh, a bunch of CDs of Paquita La del Barrio, Selena. Aww. Obviously, I think every little girl wanted to be Selena. We all wanted that purple yeah. suit. I actually got the freaking purple suit made at some point. Like I, I actually have that motherfucker in the closet. I swear, it's in there somewhere. It wasn't. Until I was about 16, I actually auditioned for American Idol. I made it to like the top 30 in American Idol. And then I got cut right before they picked. I think it was like 15 people to actually go on TV and like compete and stuff. It was the most heartbreaking thing ever. I had no clue. You know, I, I was super green during that time. But uh, I went to a music teacher, a vocal coach. And he actually was the first one that told me, uh, you have a great voice. But you're singing the wrong way. You're doing it wrong. Like, we need to teach you how to sing where you're not going to hurt yourself. You know, and you're not going to, at the end of the day, like, let's go yeah. ahead and help you. These are the techniques so that, you know, you you can start molding your voice the way you're saying that, you know, you want to do it. He taught me this method of the Tarzan. Oh, you taught me that one. She <laughs> sent it to me in a voice note once, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the Tarzan, I'm like, yeah. The Tarzan is key for the the vibratos you know and that's uh-huh. the technique that kind of helped mold a little bit of that style i guess this elena that i always wanted to have i always wanted to do those little rmb riffs and you know once i started to actually understand my voice i i was like okay now i'm comfortable but then i went to a, a my very first reality show was in 2006 i competed for a recording contract it was an amazing experience but that, that's the first time I think that I understood that I was singing really awesome, but I had no heart in what I was singing. And I remember the, the sí, o sea, el, el maestro de expresión corporal e interpretación, he, he you know, would write the songs out and he'd tell me, okay, let's read the songs. We're not going to sing them. We're going to read every line and we're going to understand what this song means and the way it's supposed to be sung. And I think it wasn't until then that I realized, holy moly, I'm not singing from the heart. This is just, you know, songs to me. Like, they're not stories. And I think once I understood, you know, that part, you know, it, it kind of became second nature to me. We talked about this recently, friend. You know, you have a really cool song that I absolutely love. It Honestly, it's my all-time favorite song. I think you've recorded I love this song. I love that song. I love, yeah. the, I love the lyrics. I love all of it. The whole little beat, the 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 whole melody of that song. The lyrics. It's, it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. The, the whole thing yeah. is just a vibe. I go, Thank this you, is, friend. Yeah, and me enamoré de esa canción. And I go, this is what it's about. 
Are you writing like right now songs? Like what's what's in the pipeline right now? I am. And I think um, it's definitely something I'm losing fear on. And I'm trying to give myself the opportunity to to write a little more okay. on this one. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Do you have the name of it already? I, not just yet, but I'm thinking. Oh, you actually gave me a really good idea, which is <gasps> Mrs. Santos. You had given me the oh, idea, that's and right. I think, see, and I think, uh, I think it might be Mrs. Santos, or okay. I might wait to do a Mrs. Santos that is a little more like uh, Lovelace, yes, so to speak. Yeah, it has to kind of go with what the, what songs are on. You're gonna know. You're gonna feel it in your heart, you guys. Let me tell you, not only is my friend an amazing singer, she's a wife, but her husband lets her, like, allows her to be herself, especially on stage. I, I need to go watch, see you on stage, like, soon, friend. She's a dog mom, and she's a blinger, okay? <laughs> so before we go, I really need you to share, friend, your Instagram handles, and also, she's blinged out my mic, you guys. Yes. I have a hat that I just wore for my um, LA show. She blinged out my hat a lot. Yes. I have like a couple cups from her, a few actually. Yes. So we have Life of Bling. So if you want to, you know, share your social media friend, all of them, please do so. Oh, my friend. Thank you so much. Uh, you guys, uh, at Helen underscore Ochoa, that's how I am on Instagram, at Life of Bling. Uh, but the life is with the Y. It's spelled with the Y. I know, I'm weird. I, I, we had it with I the like y. it though. <laughs> You guys, she's amazing. Make sure you follow her, listen to her music. Es un, un corazón con patas, mi amiga. La neta. Before I let you go, as you know, I always leave you with a motivational quote. So I thought this one was fitting. The quote is, a true friend accepts who you are, but also helps you become who you should be. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully, you know, You learned a little something and enjoyed this podcast. Uh, Como siempre, los quiero mucho. Y nos vemos en la próxima aquí en Chiquis and Chill. Besitos a todos. Do you need advice on love, relationships, health, y más? I'm so excited to share with you that my Chiquis and Chill podcast will have an extra episode drop each week. I'll be answering all your questions. Just leave me a voice message con todas tus preguntas y yo te las voy a contestar personalmente. All you have to do is go to speakpipe.com slash cheekies and chill podcast and record your questions. I can't wait to hear from you. This is a production of iHeartRadio and the My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My Cultura Podcast and follow me, Chiquis, that's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en, en riesgo, riesgo de, de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 en español.com. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results, made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level. With Conair Girl Bomb, available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. What up? I am Dramos, host of the Life as a Gringo podcast. This is a show for the Nosabo kids, the, the 200 percenters. Here we celebrate your otherness and embrace living in the gray area. Every Tuesday, I'll be bringing you conversations around personal growth issues affecting the Latin community, and much more. Then, every Thursday, I'll be tackling trending stories and current events from our community. Listen to Life as a Gringo on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.